0: New Masters, Batman, The Brave and the Bold, episode 44, Emperor Joker. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello. 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 Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start. Yep. <laughs> uh, Emperor Joker. Emperor Joker. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> uh, cold oven? Cold Open, cold open was awesome <laughs> it was pretty great yeah yeah uh it's it's apparently a uh tail what was it it was uh as like from the batman's case files right. tales of the batman's case files or something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but it's a, it's a flashback uh-huh cuz cuz we know cuz Batman uh just has the black bat on his chest not with the uh, the yellow oval. Mhm. Uh I'm sure we've discussed this before. Yes. Uh, you you pro yellow oval or I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as am I. Yeah. yeah. I know when when I was a kid and he switched back to the black bat, I was like, "Wow, that's awesome." Yeah. But uh I, as I've grown older, I think that I prefer the yellow oval. I I think I was the exact same way. I think the first time I read like The Dark Knight Mm-hmm. And he had the black bat. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. They yeah. should totally bring that back. Yeah, beat up Superman. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> hey, that book is the greatest when you're ten. That's true. It's really good. Frank Miller knows what he's doing for mm-hmm. ten-year-olds. For ten-year-olds. <laughs> I know that uh, all my ten-year-old cousins love Sin City. Yep. <laughs> hey, you know what, if Cincinnati had come out when I was 10, I probably would have to. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of boobs in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm also, I think I'm the same way about Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, when I, when I was, you know, growing up reading the X-Men, he had the, uh, the orange and brown, but then, you know, I'd read like classic X-Men or whatever, and he had the yellow and the blue. Uh huh. It's like, that's such an awesome costume. I wish they would bring that back. And then yeah. they did. I was like, I missed the yellow and brown. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you got till it's gone. Yep. <laughs> uh, un- unrelated, I actually, I watched the, uh, well, somewhat related. I watched the animated "The Dark Knight Returns" oh. movies over the weekends. I'm sorry. Uh, it was <laughs> fun. <fine. laughs> it's just it's two and a half hours long. It is two and a half hours. Yeah. And, and it, uh, from what I remember, it followed the book oh. pretty much exactly. It's pretty faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just Peter Weller sleepwalking his way through a voice acting <laughs> gig. Yeah. <laughs> But it really displays how disjointed that book is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think watching... Well, I think I've kind of always had that theory germinating. But while I was watching it, it definitely cemented for me that the Dark Knight is the Adam West. Yeah. Adam West yeah. Well, when the red phone rings and it's the sound of the bat phone from the TV show. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> Oh, but anyway. And, and towards the end, when he's like, the people are rioting, and he rides in on a horse, and he gives some big speech about how he's appealing to their sense of civic duty, that was fucking awesome. (laughs) Absolutely, Adam West. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. We're not here to talk about, we are not terribly dated comics. No. Now we're here to talk about <laughs> comics from the fifties. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, so the cold open, uh, as you mentioned, is a flashback yep. to the the classic days of Batman uh, with Robin, with, with young Robin. Yep. Yes. Um, and uh, and it's the the uh, the Rainbow Batman case. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> now with its own action figures. That's right. Yeah. Two sets of action figures now, oh. even because they've got them in the uh, the pop vinyls as well. Oh, sweet! Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> they were, I think, Entertainment Earth exclusives. Nice, but they've got them at like Suncoast and yeah. FYE. So yeah, those are really cool. <laughs> uh, so I am familiar only with the cover okay. of the issue that this story uh is from. Okay. In which, I mean, almost line for line is, is uttered on the, the show. Yeah. Uh, where Batman is putting on, uh, like, a pink Batman costume. Mm-hmm. And behind him are just uh, a rainbow array of, of Batman costumes. Yeah. With Robin uh, pointing out that he has worn a different colored costume every night. And Batman saying that he has to wear one for reasons we don't know yet. Yeah. But I've never read the actual comic. All right, have you? Uh, I, I don't know that I have read the comic, but okay. I am familiar with the story. Okay, and I know what the reason is that he has to wear those co- those co- those costumes. Is it line up with uh, what we watched? It does not. Okay, no. <laughs> so let's talk about what we watched first. Fair enough. Uh, so so uh, in uh, in the cold open, uh, Firefly. The original version of Firefly is uh, is uh, on, on a crime spree, and uh, the original version of Firefly was not a uh, not a fire starter. Nope. He wore a, a green and green and gray costume, yeah. and uh, and he had like a color belt <laughs> that uh, that <clears throat> shone lights basically. Yeah, that's his thing. <clears throat> lights on a belt. So he's. he's- Basically, the Rainbow Raider. He's basically Rainbow Raider or Crazy Quilt. Yeah, Crazy Quilt is yeah. well, what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> they're all the same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so uh, here, Batman is wearing multicolored costumes uh, in order to neutralize the effects of Firefly's uh, Rainbow Lights Belt. Yep. Um, and then it turns out that the the belt can create hard light creatures. Green Lantern style. Sure. (laughs) And, uh, and so... So Firefly has a full grasp on his entire range of emotions. Absolutely. The full emotional spectrum. Yes. He's, he's, he's fucking self-actualized right there. (laughs) Maslow would be proud. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, so he summons a weird color creature... (gasps) Uh, each color of the creature has a different power. It's, it's a rainbow bear. It's a rainbow bear. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Color creature sounds way cooler. It does. Than what it actually is, which is a bear colored like a rainbow. <laughs> Just vertical color stripes. Yeah. Although, when you say it that way, I think that sounds pretty cool too. That is pretty cool. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, faced with uh, an enemy with uh, many color powers, uh, Batman presses a button on his belt, uh, and his costume changes to a rainbow costume. Yep. With all the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> and he is able to defend himself and defeat the r- rainbow bear. Yes. <laughs> and Firefly. And Firefly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so in the comic, why is he wearing different color costumes? <laughs> in the comic. He is wearing different colored costumes to distract criminals from the fact that Robin has a broken arm. (laughs) Ah! So, so when the cold open started, I was immediately mad, (laughs) because we see Batman putting on his purple costume, and I'm like, this is awesome. And then Robin strides in with two non-broken arms. And my not faithful to the source material flag went up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you get your uh your due later in this episode. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was a fun cold open. It was super fun. Yeah. I loved it. Even <clears throat> yeah, if it so. wasn't accurate. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Get your panties It's an, it an alternate universe, alright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an imaginary story. Aren't they all? <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on your line. No, that's right. <clears throat> <clears throat> totally fine. Uh, but yeah, then, uh, then we, we get to the, the main story. Yes, Emperor Joker. Yes, which of course is the classic showdown between Batman and the Ten Eyed Man. <laughs> Yes, it was. That was awesome. It was pretty great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ten-Eyed Man is weird. He's so weird. Like, nothing about the Ten-Eyed Man makes any sense, and it's (laughs) great. (laughs) Sure, his eyes are in his fingers. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Some doctor (laughs) was like, this guy's blind. We can't save his eyes. But what we can do... Is put eyes in all of his fingertips, and then route his optic nerves down his arms and into his hands. <laughs> and this makes perfect sense. <laughs> I really want to know who that doctor was. It was <laughs> Doctor Moreau? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Vinnie Boombots. That's right. (laughs) 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 Oh. Uh, Yeah, so that's the secret origin of the Ten-Eyed Man. Yes. Or at least how he got ten eyes. Yeah. uh, One on each of his fingers. And and we find this all out, uh, because during Batman's battle with the Ten-Eyed Man. Mm -hmm. Which (laughs) which lasts more than two seconds for some reason. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, because, uh, Batmite shows up. Yeah! And, uh, reads us aloud his, uh, the Ten-Eyed Man's, uh, profile in an issue of DC Universe's Who's Who. Yes. (laughs) Which is great. (laughs) Because it was an actual issue of Who's Who. Yes, it was. From 1985. Yep. (laughs) And uh, they even show the the Ten Eyed Man's page mm-hmm. with the actual art from his uh, his entry. Yeah, uh, which I know because uh, I used it as reference when I drew the Ten Eyed Man for my blog. Nice during my Batman villains uh, uh, sketch a day phase. That's awesome. Yep, because <laughs> I've. Never read a comic with the Ten Man, except for his, I think, one appearance in Grant Morrison's run. Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought he was in that, but other than that, that's the only one I've read too. It, and it was a very different Ten Man. Yeah, it yeah. was, uh, it was in '52, wasn't it? Was it? Was it like when Bruce Wayne was, was in Nanda Parbat or something to get back to being Batman? Could be. I don't think it was actually an issue of Batman. I don't know. But it was Grant Morrison written Batman story. It must have happened early in 52, because I bailed. It was pretty early in 52. Yeah. All right, yeah. then. <laughs> Quitter. Yep. I'm not going to buy a weekly comic that I find terrible. Oh, well, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Just stick with monthly comics that I find terrible. Yeah, because those only come out once a month. Exactly. And you And you're, like, eight months behind anyway. Exactly. (laughs) That way I don't know it's terrible until I read them all in the bulk. That's right. And by that time, the series is canceled. Usually. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, uh, so uh, Batmite arrives while Batman is fighting the Ten-Eyed Man. Yep. And uh, Batman, of course, easily defeats the Ten-Eyed Man. Of course. uh, Because he has eyes in his fingertips. Right. Which uh is not good <laughs> good planning on the part of the Ten-Eyed Man. Nope. He,
1: uh, doesn't wear, he doesn't
0: wear gloves or anything. No. But, you know, you do a lot of stuff with your hands. Yeah. In which you don't always keep them forward in front of you. Yeah. Palm first. Yeah. So that if you had theoretical eyeballs in your fingertips, yeah. that they would always be looking forward. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like you, like you said, you do a lot of stuff with your hands. Right. And uh your eyes are really sensitive. That too. And it didn't look like he had eyelids nope. on his fingertips. No, he did not. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Doctor. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh that might assist Batman in defeating him uh by turning uh whatever Batman was about to throw at him into a cactus. Which the ten eyed man then catches and is instantly blinded. Yep. Cause his eyes are in his fingertips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, just as a rule, if my falls uh, were in my fingertips, mm-hmm. I would just not catch things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he sees it coming. He, literally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what a dumb fucking villain yeah but so great absolutely <laughs> he had more than one appearance yep <laughs> hey he was on a cartoon he was on a cartoon that that basically just cements his legacy <laughs> he is right up there with calendar man yeah <laughs> I wonder, I have not played uh, the new Arkham game, I wonder if he's one of the revamped Arkham villains. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That would be really cool. Uh, uh, But yeah, so the... uh, Ten-Eyed Man is out of the picture. Ten-Eyed Man is out of the picture. Batmite, of course, excited that Batman has won. Yep. Uh but laments the fact that uh you know ten eyed man is he's, he's a D lister. He I would go even further down the list. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he has eyeballs in his fingers. It's true. It's true. He's he's like an F Lister. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, why why can't uh why can't Batman fight his greatest foe? Uh The Penguin. The penguin, yes. Of course. Yeah. Or just Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Batman, uh, Batman says he doesn't discriminate. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't rank them. Crime is crime. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Batmite makes a fairly convincing argument for, uh, the Joker being Batman's greatest foe. Yeah. I think secretly. Batman can say whatever he wants. He knows. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the joke. It's the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, the Batmite really wants to see Batman fight the Joker. Uh, but uh, the Joker is currently locked up. hmm Yeah. yeah. So, so, no chance of that happening. Nope. Which is a shame, because Batmite has uh, a great Batman versus Joker museum set up. Uh, that he is all too happy to show Batman. Yep. Uh, and he's got a space open in that museum, just ready for their next battle. Yep. Uh, but he also has spaces for uh, some of their uh, their most famous battles mm-hmm. uh, up to point, uh, such as uh, the Laughing Fish, uh-huh. a, a personal favorite uh, of mine. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else was there. The Joker's utility belt. That's right. Yeah. Which was both a comic and episode of Batman '66. Indeed. Uh, there, there are some covers along the wall. There's the Joker's <laughs> yeah. five way revenge. Yep. Um, the, an issue of Brave and the Bold that Batman teams up with the Joker in. I see, I recognize that one. And, uh, I forget what the third one was. There was a third one, though. Yeah. That I think was, uh, Silver Age. Silver Agey one. They just went by too quickly. Yeah. Too far in the background. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, also, Mm -hmm. uh, apparently in the center of, of this museum, uh, is a, a, a setup dedicated to, uh, the Death in the Family storyline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which features, uh, Batman, uh, cradling the corpse of Robin. Yeah. Yeah. The, the famous image. Yeah. <laughs> of, uh, Batman and dead Jason Todd. Yes. Uh, having been, uh, severely beaten with a crowbar, mm-hmm. and then exploded by a bomb. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to the Joker. Ex- yes. <laughs> kids. For kids. Yeah. For <laughs> children. <laughs> So, uh, (coughs) so what? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so that happened, but, and I'm with you on the, the what aspect. Yeah. Yeah. But also, Batman has no reaction to this whatsoever. Yeah. None. Yeah. So what? I expected something. Right? (laughs) I expected like, Something like, half of these adventures never happened. Something like that. Uh, or, you're a monster. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of all my great failures. Where's the killing joke set up? <laughs> well, that's no longer... That's... maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Open to interpretation. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, uh apparently <laughs> in, ba- in Batman: Brave and the Bold, sure uh, everything Batman happened. It's like a Grant Morrison approach. Yep. Uh, so which I love. I I, I do appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so apparently there has been at least one other Robin mm-hmm. uh, besides the one that we have seen, and uh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, that all happened off screen. Yep. (laughs) Between seasons one and two. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so that's crazy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And also, why is... uh, Or no, I guess he's not Robin anymore, but why was Dick Grayson running around as Robin before? As adult Robin? Uh... I know he's become Nightwing now. Right. But. No, yeah, but no, I get what you're you're yeah. saying. Uh because, I don't know. Maybe as a tribute to Jason Todd. Sure, there we go. Yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly why. That's why he was so mad at Batman. Mhm. That's true. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Yeah, so that's uh that's not a big plot point, but that was probably the biggest thing from the episode that stuck in my mind. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Joker is is locked away in Arkham. Uh, and uh, obviously he's never going to escape. Nope. He Batman himself designed uh, the cell that he's in. hmm Yep. Escape-proof. It is escape-proof. Yep. But But uh, <clears throat> Batmite does not live by those rules. Uh, he snaps his fingers... And the Joker escapes. Yep. (laughs) Batmite is a public menace. He is. He is indeed. J. Jonah Jameson should get on his ass. He should. Because he actually is a menace. (laughs) I hope that he does in the next Batman movie. (laughs) Ha! Always going to be J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. Pretty much. (laughs) uh say the joker escapes uh immediately makes his way to the comedy museum. <laughs> I wish we had a comedy museum, yeah yeah I'd, I'd go, go. Yeah, I like, like comedy I'd, I'd check it out I guess I like comedy I like to laugh, yeah, yeah who doesn't who doesn't like to laugh there are some people aren't there really yeah those people are wrong i've I have dated some of those people I'm sorry, sorry right. <laughs> <laughs> good thing that's over yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But yeah, he immediately goes to the comedy museum, uh, which there's there's a comedy museum, I believe, in an episode of Batman, Batman 66. There is. So that was kind of cool. Because the Joker was upset that uh, he did not have a display. That's right. (laughs) Because, you know, other than being a maniacal criminal, Mm -hmm. he is also mostly famous for being a comedian. He's the most famous comedian in Gotham. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's like him and Louis C.K. <laughs> in Gotham. Oh, where's the Joker's Netflix special? I don't know! <laughs> get, get on that Netflix! Ooh, I want to listen to his podcast. Yeah? <laughs> Never not funny. Comedy <laughs> <How many> makes <minutes? laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh Batman and Bat might track him to the, the comedy museum. Yep. And uh are there uh ambushed by the Joker's goons. The Joker's goons in this are the best goons the Joker has ever had. They're great. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a gigantic Charlie Chaplin. Uh huh. Uh and I believe Laurel and Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But gigantic. But, yeah, they're gigantic. And I think one of them has metal fists. You're right. Yeah, and and they're all three uh, painted up to look like they're black and white. Yep. It's pretty great. It's awesome. Uh, And there's also a lady there, too. There is a lady there, yeah. Uh, Just sort of like a a 1920s uh, 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 mall. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Turns out that that lady is a character uh, that we might know. Yeah? Yeah. Is it Catwoman? It is not Catwoman. Then I don't know who it is. Okay, then. Okay. Well, then, on with the show. (laughs) (laughs) No, tell me I have to know. (laughs) We get the Batman Brave and the Bold debut of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I didn't recognize her because she's not wearing cut-off short shorts and, uh, you know, weird fucking gross things written on her chest. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's the Harley Quinn we all know and love. Definitely. The black and white silent character Harley Quinn. Yep. Did you just vomit in your mouth? A little bit. No, not really. (laughs) Had a a very large dinner. (laughs) No, yeah, so Harley Quinn's in this one. Yeah, she is. That was kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely not the the traditional Harley Quinn that we, we know. Uh, but also not like the current Harley Quinn that we loathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just have no feelings towards. <laughs> yeah. Mostly, uh, mostly I don't have any feelings. But uh, also, every time I see her, it's like, eh, why ruin such a good thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I see Margot Robbie, I think Margot Robbie's pretty. I don't. No, yeah. you don't think she's pretty? I don't. I think she's attractive. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically she is. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> technically, yeah. <laughs> She's not my type. That's fair. I'm not, not really into stick-thin blondes. All right. Yeah. And also, she's portraying the worst Harley Quinn. She's the worst Harley Quinn. Yeah. And also, she was in Wolf of Wall Street, a movie that I fucking hated. That movie was awful. <laughs> that movie was really bad. Yep. Yeah. If they'd cut an hour out of it, maybe it would have been better. I, I doubt it. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah. It, it's a three-hour movie, mm-hmm. first of all. It did take me like 6 hours to watch. <laughs> it yeah. was rough. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh yeah, Man, I miss Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he win the Oscar for that one? Did he was it that one or something uh, else? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe it was The Departed. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Yeah. It was it was definitely a uh you know. It was a lifetime achievement yeah, thing, legacy yeah. Oscar here. Yeah. Because that movie, fucking terrible. Yeah, that movie wasn't great. Leonardo DiCaprio, not a good actor. No, he's He is an, an a a slightly above average actor, I think. I, I would say perfectly adequate. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you want to see The Revenant, uh, don't. Yeah. Just uh, go and listen to the podcast called The Dollop. Yeah. Where they do an episode on Hugh Glass, the character that Leonardo DiCaprio plays, where they tell the story about what actually happened Nice to that guy. Where he gets fucked by a bear. <coughs> does not get fucked by a bear. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. Yeah. I read that on the internet. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no bear fucking. Okay. Uh, I mean, he gets fucked. Yeah. But not in the good way. <laughs> and not by a bear. And not by a bear. <laughs> he gets fucked by the American government. That sounds right. Because... Make America great. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to The Dollop. I yeah. a much better podcast than this. Yeah, thanks Thanks for listening. <laughs> so, Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there was more I was going to say about Harley Quinn, but I don't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, she's not very Harley Quinn-esque in this. No, I mean, she doesn't have a ton to do no. in this one. Once, uh, uh, spoilers, the Joker gets Batmite's powers. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, so, uh, uh Batmite has promised the Batman uh, that he's not going to use his powers uh, to interfere anymore, at least not while Batman is uh, fighting the Joker. Right. Uh, but the Joker and his goons get the upper hand on Batman. And, uh, uh Batmite reasons, well, I, I promised I wouldn't use my powers, I didn't say anything about giving my powers to Batman. Yep. So he <laughs> makes a finger gun and fires. <laughs> The most effective way Mm -hmm. uh, to transfer your powers to (laughs) someone. Absolutely. From a distance. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Inaccurately firing a finger gun. Especially when you are an omniscient, all-powerful, fifth-dimensional imp. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could just grant Batman your powers. Yeah. But why? Yeah. When you can make a finger gun. That's true. It's more fun. It's more whimsical. It's true. (laughs) Fun and whimsy. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, he he fires his powers over towards Batman. Yep. And wouldn't you know it, he misses. He misses. And he hits the Joker instead. Yep. And now the Joker is all-powerful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what does the Joker do very first thing with his, with his newfound all-power? I don't remember. A musical number. It's the first thing he it's did. It's pretty close to the first thing that he did. He ties Batman up. Yeah, yeah I mean, he he changes uh, the environment to to fit his crazy madcap uh, view of the world. I mean, yeah, he does a few little things. Yeah. Uh, he gives uh, Batmite his own arch nemesis, right? Joker Mite. Uh huh. Yeah. Who is a fucking terrifying? Yep. <laughs> just, just a horrifying midget version of the joker yeah he it actually it reminded me of uh uh in batman beyond return of the joker uh the the jokerized version of tim drake robin yeah but worse <laughs> definitely worse like make the grin three times larger yep and shrink his the rest <clears throat> of his body yeah it was terrifying it was horrifying Yeah. Yep. Uh, but then, yes, then there is a uh, 45 minute long uh, musical number. <laughs> I did. I think that I, I went into some sort of fugue state while that was happening. <laughs> and then when I came out of it, uh, years had passed and it was still going on. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Why? So this episode was pretty light on plot. Like once the, once the Joker gets uh mixes Pitlick's powers, not a lot happens. No, that's why they had to have a seventy-five minute musical interlude. Yeah. <laughs> um Cause yeah. Uh it's not very funny. There's a couple of amusing sight gags during it, but it is a musical number that happens in this episode four no reason for reasons yep. <laughs> uh but yeah so that happens yep uh and so then well it happens because uh harley asked the joker why why the first thing he didn't do was uh take off batman's mask that's true and so it launches into the number about how uh, Batman is more than just uh, a man in a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh he's Batman. Yeah. And why ruin that? Yeah. The yeah. the song is called Where's the Fun in That? Exactly. <laughs> um but uh he does decide then uh from that point to uh murder Batman. Uh-huh. Uh as you do. Yeah. When he's your arch enemy. Sure. And uh, then then sets off an enormously complex uh, Rube Goldberg device Uh uh, to kill Batman. Which was great. It was pretty fantastic. That was excellent. I love a Rube Goldberg device. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that they're a big waste of time. Yep. But I enjoy watching them. Yep. (laughs) I would never want to set one up myself. Not a bit. But good on you people who want to do that. Whoever, that whoever, Whoever wants to set one up. Go for it. Yeah. Don't ask me to help. <laughs> but ask me to watch. Definitely. I will watch the shit out of it. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, so the, uh, the Rube Goldberg device, he kicks it off. Yep. And, uh, I don't remember all the parts of it. Nope. It would be pretty boring to go through all the parts of it. Yes, it would. It would remove the magic. Uh, but the, the last part of it is, uh, Batman is tied up and in. Uh, half of a sarcophagus. Uh, it's, uh, it's an Iron Maiden. It's, it's an Iron Maiden, that's right, because yep. it's got spikes on the inside. Yep. And uh, and <clears throat> he's on a railroad track, and uh, at the end of it is a train with a rocket on the end, yep. waiting to be lit. <clears throat> and uh, Batman, though, he's uh, a master of escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's studied under Stranko Uh-huh. And Houdini. Yeah. And, and Scott Free. And Scott Free. So Steranko, you're yeah. right. Uh-huh. And um, escapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry i just a little bit of a gas there. you're, you're good yeah. uh and uh yeah he, he is he is free of of his peril and uh he, he is gonna take on the joker yep he he escapes uh in the nick of time yep as he uh, regularly does indeed <laughs> a Batman. he is a Batman. yep uh but <laughs> and this is the brilliant part <laughs> The Joker expected him to escape. Yep. So he set up one final part of the Rube Goldberg device. Uh, the uh, the Iron Maiden that he's in uh, is knocked over by the train that closes it. Yep. Uh, and when it falls over, it releases a giant mallet. Yep. That crushes Batman to death. Yep. That is exactly what happens. Uh-huh. Here. Batman Everyone. dies. Batman is murdered by the Joker. Yeah. Uh, We know this because uh, Batman's angel rises from his corpse Uh and begins to fly off to heaven. Complete with wings and harp. Yep. (laughs) Uh And then the Joker decides to do it again. Yeah. And forces Batman's uh, soul back into his body. Uh Uh-huh. And revives him. And, uh, then for the next, uh, 10 or 15 minutes, uh, kills Batman repeatedly. Yeah, there is a, there's a long montage of Batman death scenes. Yep. And horrified reaction shots from Batmite. Who <laughs> is powerless to stop it. Yep. Uh, he has, uh, uh, Harley even voices some concern, so, mm-hmm. uh, Joker removes her voice. Uh, he turns Batmite into, uh, he gives him the classic Carly Quinn costume. Uh huh. Uh, to, to be their new pet. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's Emperor Joker's court jester. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he dissolves Batman in acid, uh, fries him in the electric chair, and, uh, numerous other horrifying things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman dies a lot. He does. <clears throat> a lot. <laughs> uh, Finally, it gets to the point where Batman uh, is begging to just be put out of his misery. And, and uh, tells the Joker that, uh, that there's only one other thing that he could take from him, and that's his sanity. Yeah. Uh, that is not a ploy at all. No, definitely not. <laughs> you can tell because Batman is acting super sincere to the Joker. Yep. <laughs> So the Joker decides that he is going to take a trip inside of Batman's brain. Yeah. And, uh, figure out a way to, to just shatter his sanity completely from the inside. <laughs> and, uh, so he literally unscrews the top of Batman's head. Uh huh. And jumps into his brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. It is. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh,. The Harley Harley and uh, the Batmite uh, are trying to figure a way to uh, stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, while uh, the the comedy thugs and uh, Joker mites uh, all decide that uh, they're going to kill Batman with the Joker inside him, mm-hmm. and uh, that way the Joker will also be dead. <laughs> the Joker's inside Batman. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, just what he always wanted. It is. Yep. They're in love. There is a lot of stuff in this cartoon about men inside of other men. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Frederick wore them whatever the <laughs> <a good> day. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the, they're gonna they're gonna kill Batman with the Joker inside of him, and their perfectly flawless plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because then they get to be in charge. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> uh, Joker might, who does not actually exist. Yeah, he he is a. Hey, fragments of the Joker's powers. Yeah, uh, and uh, so so uh, Harley and Bat might have to figure out a way to, to stop them. Yeah, uh, but it turns out Harley, though she's lost her voice, so uh, when she does speak, uh, title cards come up, uh, that that uh, read what she is saying. Yeah, like a like a silent movie. Exactly. <laughs> uh. To which Batman, Batmite realizes that uh, he can just grab those uh-huh. and use them as weapons. Yeah. Yep. It's actually a really smart plan. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if uh, if Batmite doesn't have his powers, how can you break the fourth wall like that? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Har- Harley was able to as well. That's true. Harley so, was able to. Yeah. So I guess they're they are actually... A uh, manifestation of the Joker's powers. Yeah, in that's that it. There we go. That works. All right. God. <laughs> I was so worried that the internal logic of this episode was going to break down completely. I'm so glad it didn't. So, uh, I, I hate to break this, uh, bring this up, but it is slightly, slightly related. Okay. Uh, the Deadpool movie came out about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, which I saw and enjoyed greatly. Uh-huh. Uh, yet, the one thing that bothered me throughout... Yeah. ...is that, uh, and, and I know Deadpool. He he is a character that is aware that, that he is in uh, some sort of media. Uh-huh. Uh, be it comics, video games, or movies. Yeah. Uh, it bothered me that there was never an explanation <laughs> for how he knew. <laughs> I'm a fucking moron! <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it bothered me it bothered you yep alright yep <laughs> cause when he's Wade he's not aware uh huh but when he's Deadpool yeah he totally is yeah and I just wanted something I guess he's driven insane yeah I, I know but that, it, like I said didn't stop me from enjoying the movie yeah <laughs> but I thought about it more than once <laughs> how does he know (laughs) he does yeah and yet when i read a deadpool comic it does not bother me yeah Yeah, at all they've never addressed how he knows that he's a comic book character i think someone did eventually but uh like not in the story i ever read okay and uh yeah does not bother me when i read (laughs) a deadpool comic all right but it it nagged at me a little in the movie (laughs) That's special. I'm sorry. No. You <laughs> don't have to apologize. That's an interesting thing to latch on to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There, there are certainly many other things in that movie I could have. Uh huh. But nope, that was the one. Yeah, alright. That's cool. <laughs> uh, so Harley and Bat might defeat the uh, Joker's goons and yeah. Joker might. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Joker has traveled into Batman's, br- or Batman's brain. Yep. Uh, where he, he, uh, he first he enters a cave. Uh, like you would expect. Sure. Uh, and then he comes to <clears throat> a giant bat-shaped door with a giant padlock on it. Yep. And so he busts through that and he finds another one. Yep. And he busts okay. through that and finds another one. He, he concludes that this is, uh, Batman's deep, dark secret, uh-huh. which is that his mommy and daddy didn't love him. That's right. When, in fact, it's the other way around. Yeah. Well, actually, they d- didn't love him because they were dead. That's right. Well, yeah. I mean, he he didn't love them. Well, on oh, yeah, oh, Christmas. Right. That's right. Then they died. Uh, I <laughs> don't know why I keep forgetting that. That's an integral part. That That it is, is a Batman mythology. <laughs> Batman, Braver and the Bold continuity. Uh-huh. Bruce Wayne is responsible for his parents' death. <laughs> <laughs> Little in joke for the true fans there in this episode. Go. Yep. <laughs> true continuity buffs. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh yeah, so <clears throat> Joker just keeps busting down these bat shaped doors. Yep. <laughs> and uh there's a lot. There there's quite a few of them. Yeah. And eventually he winds up in a, a room, uh, that is just full of, uh, indexed, uh, files. Uh huh. Yep. yep. Just filing cabinets. Yep. Just. Floor to ceiling. Yep. Infinite filing cabinets. Exactly. Uh, because as Batman says, an organized mind is a disciplined mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so then, uh, now that the Joker is, he's sort of, I, and I sort of missed how this happened. Okay. Um, the, the Joker is, I guess, you know, he, he's in Batman's mind. Yep. He is uh, deep. He's deep in Batman's mind. And, uh, somehow ends up in Gotham. Well, was, yeah, explain this to me because I missed that part. Okay. So Batman says that, uh, an organized mind is a disciplined mind. Uh huh. And a disciplined mind is a very powerful mind. Right. And now he is powerful. And the Joker is trapped in Batman's world, so so he he reshapes where the Joker is. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. Uh, and and uh, so Joker is in Gotham, and uh, he explains that uh, without Batman, uh, Gotham City criminals have run rampant, mm-hmm. and and uh, crime is just uh, overrunning the city. Uh, but uh, and the, the Joker says, "Well, this is definitely my my kind of place to be." Except Batman points out that without Batman, uh, there's also no Joker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because there, there's no yin to his yang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, he basically strips the the Joker of his uh, emperor status. Mm-hmm. And, and his costume, emperor costume. Yeah. Which which is uh, ridiculous looking. Yeah. Uh, but he was wearing a balloon on his head? He was wearing some, like, I think it was a whoopee cushion. Okay. On his head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh further strips down the joker to what he would be as just a normal average human being, yeah, not the joker, yeah, a failed stand up comedian, <laughs> yep, uh, and for whatever reason, uh when he is uh watching himself in his uh in the the window turn into a normal guy, yeah, uh, I was like, wow, that is very dan Klaus like, yeah, yeah, I could see that, yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> So the Joker is a Dan Klaus character. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that never reached his potential. <laughs> oh, so he's a Dan Klaus character. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, faced, faced with this horror, uh, the Joker uh, pleads for everything just to go back to normal. Uh, go back to the way that it was. Yep. And, uh, in doing so, he strips himself of his powers, uh, returning them to Batmite. Yep. And then, uh, exits Batman's mind. And, uh, yeah. And so Batmite, uh, fixes everything, turns everything back to normal, mm-hmm. gives Harley her voice back. And Harley and Batmite have bonded. Yeah. Uh, and so Batmite decides, hey, what the hell, I'll, uh, I'll ask this chick out. Yeah. And uh but no she she is uh the Joker's girl. That's right. Yep. Yeah. In that horribly abusive relationship. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it might not be as bad uh, in Batman Brave and the Bold, but he killed Robin, so it's probably just as bad. Yep. If not worse, I would imagine. <laughs> yep. Since here the Joker pretends to not be a total psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but then uh so yeah, so Batmite uh takes off back to the the fifth dimension. Uh huh. Uh but he's taken with him uh a, a, a souvenir. Yeah. Uh his own arch nemesis. He drags Joker Might to the fifth dimension with yeah. him. Yeah, because Joker mites still around. <laughs> yep. For whatever reason. Let's just go with it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Batman tells Batmite that he's finally a true superhero. Yep. Because he has Arch enemy. Yep. So maybe Batmite uh, made Joker might still exist. Probably. So that he'd have an arch enemy. Yeah. <laughs> to terrorize. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This episode, except for the musical number, uh huh, was delightful. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I may have liked the Cold Open more than I liked the rest of the episodes. I, I don't know. I, I thought it all well went well hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a ridiculous cold open for a ridiculous episode. Yeah. And it all worked. Yeah, it was really good. Except for the musical number. Except for the musical number. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. But yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Alright. So, um, next week? Next week. Okay. (laughs) Goodbye.